It's time for New Wine, hosted by Father Timothy Foy and produced by Cassock Media. Father Foy is the sort of homilist you'd love to have in your parish. With a mixture of logic, reason, and humor, Father Foy knows how to get the Catholic Church's teachings across to the common man in a way everybody can enjoy. Now here's Father Foy. Merry Christmas. We are so close to the feast, the baptism of the Lord. Really, really important feast for us. You know, there's sort of a, maybe a sort of a spiritual, theological sort of issue we have as Christians. You know, we say in English, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You know, that's really true. If it's physical cake, if you eat it, it's gone. It's just limitations of matter. But if the cake was just spiritual, maybe you could kind of have the idea of cake, but you wouldn't get to eat it. All right? To have your cake and eat it too, that's sort of like a... People to do that, that'd be kind of a really interesting thing, but it's kind of what we are hoping for as Christians. You know, in fact, we have this idea that we could have Jesus in a spiritual way, and we can even have him in a physical way. We have that in the sacraments. We have him, you know, in our hearts through prayer in a sort of spiritual way, and we also have him in the Eucharist. We eat him too. You know, but how does that all work? How can we get into that? What, what's going on in this baptism? Why is it important? It's kind of like, actually, the baptism is one of his bookends. You have the baptism at the beginning of his public ministry, and you have the crucifixion at the end. And you need both. If we just had one without the other, we'd be in trouble. If we just had his baptism, and he didn't die on the cross for us, he really hasn't given himself to us. We just have his cross, but we never hear that he is the Son of God. It's not spoken at the cross. It's spoken at his baptism. But if we don't hear that, then if he's not the Son of God, why does it matter to us? Why is it important to us? It's just one more man dying on one more cross. It doesn't really impact us. It doesn't really has anything to do with us. We have to believe he's the Son of God to believe that we could be the children of God in him. If we don't believe he's the Son of God, then what's our relation to God? We don't really have one. It doesn't get into us. So it's a very, very important feast we're getting ready for. You know, the first reading says that Jesus, that there's three who testify, the Spirit, the water and the blood. You know, the water and the blood. The water is this amazing quality of distorted divinity. We're already kind of going to celebrate that again at this baptism. This divinity, he's a son of God. And you know, also, he's a man. He has blood to be shed. And both those things, he's the son of God, he's the son of man, they're so important for us. Jesus Christ is able to, he's able to come really low, come all the way down to us. He comes into the water and gets baptized for our sins. And you know, he's able to, be, to die on the cross. He's the Son of Man. He comes so low, but he retains his divine power. Otherwise, it won't be very it won't be very helpful to us. If he just comes low, but he lost all of his power, if he didn't, if he's not really God, then he can't really give us. We have in the gospel. We have this man. This is only the fourth miracle of Jesus. We're already though hearing how Christ is coming to solve problems. He's we don't know which town it is, and so we're kind of able to think of how it represents. All towns. This man doesn't have a name. He represents all of us. He has leprosy, which is thought to be this basically representative, this physical representation of just the sinfulness that we cannot be healed of on our own. We have no power on our own. Yet. This leprosy kind of stands for everybody. And he comes and he says, Jesus, if you just will this, because you're God, I could be made clean. He's a new Moses. You know, there was a time when Moses was approached by a leper. It was his sister Miriam. He has to prostrate himself on the ground and pray for Miriam, for Miriam's leprosy to leave. It does because Moses is a righteous man. If you just will it, Jesus, you can make me. And Jesus extends his hand and touches him. Not because Jesus needed to touch him to heal him. 
And not even because this man needed to be touched to believe. If you but will it, it will happen. But Jesus shows by touching him that he himself is undefiled. The sin has no power over him. He's making a human connection, a human connection, a physical touch to this man. And yet, while power is going forth through him, he remains pure. He remains holy. He is God. He can cleanse. So he asked this Jesus to cleanse us of our faults, of our sins, of our fears, of our lack of faith. In any way, not quite understanding sometimes how it is that God could really be in us, pass through us, but yet remain in us. How we could have him and eat him. How we could, you know, basically be so uh, ready to be exalted by him, you know, and yet also have him always as God, always as beyond, you know, beyond our our just total grasp of him. How he beckons us on and on. This has been New Wine with Father Timothy Foy. If you've enjoyed what Father had to say, please write a review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And remember to tune in tomorrow for the next episode of New Wine.